0: You now are listening to the audio podcast of Prisoners of Hope, the antidote to what ails your heart. I'm your host, Dr. Deborah Witsis. So come on in, pull up a chair, and open up your mind as you get ready to receive the download that hope will bring. Well, hey, 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 it is Dr. D, and it is an awesome, great day. Today, we're going to visit the concept of a pathway. And in the Bible, there are a hundred passages that talk about pathways. And so, since we need help, I know I need help to stay on that pathway. God knows this, so he sends allies, people, things, places, breezes, flowers to help us. What if you knew next Tuesday is your last day on earth? I'm like, what, what is it about Tuesday, Deborah? What do, let's pick a day. Insert your day. Suppose you knew that was your last day. Would you be living differently? Would you want to make sure that your time that you have, your limited time? You know, we're limited creatures, limited time, <laughs> limited capacity. Because even the Bible says, I know that you are dust. I think the King James Version says, I know that that you are thy dust. (laughs) Like a breeze that was here today and gone tomorrow. So wonder if you knew what day was your last day. And there was a path that you could take, that you could choose, that you could stay on, that list. that leads, that lives in the realm, that leads to life, that lives in the realm of life. Would you be living differently? The Bible says there are two pathways. One lives to life, the other to death. I beg you, I beg you, I beg beg you. Choose the path of life. So we're go- today we're going to explore pathway allies, the help that God sends us to stay on the correct path. In the Bible, there are over a hundred verses on pathways. I'm not going to share them with you all of them. I just want to look at three of them in particular. The first one comes from Psalms. 66 Psalms 9 he says that he preserves our lives and keeps our feet from slipping he preserves our life and keeps our feet from slipping slipping where off the path in job i used to call that job in job 23:11 he says that my feet my feet have closely followed his steps I have kept his way without turning aside. So that suggests that there is a pathway that one woman must keep to life. And the book of wisdom, Proverbs 3, 6 says, in all of your ways, you submit to him. Now notice this is a condition. You have the right not to. You have the right to completely fudge up your life. I don't want to say the other word, but, but you know what I'm talking about. You have the right. So in all your ways, if you submit to him, he will make your path straight. So welcome to the pathway series where we look at allies that God sends to us to help us stay. Because Lord knows we're going to mess up without the help. I'm going to mess up without the help. We all need the help. Sometimes the most powerful prayer, or the most powerful way you can pray, is on your knees and ask help. (laughs) That's more powerful than all of the piety that we use. The words. We use, you know how people change their voice when they pray. Oh, Thy Lord, Thy I mean, come on, stop it. (laughs) Just talk to God. So we're gonna talk about our look at closely what that pathway is. What is the nature of that pathway? We look at Matthew five thirteen, and so we're looking at. How we live our life, basically. That's a pathway. And what we've decided to do with the limited time, since we've already established that our time is finite here on earth. So our path is how we live and what we decide to do with the time that God has granted us. Matthew 5.13 talks about the nature Of the pathway. It says enter through the narrow gates." So the pathway is narrow. And it explains. That. Wide is the other pathway. You know when you slip off. Or when you choose to fudge your life. It says for wide is the gate. And here's a warning. And broad is the road that leads to destruction. Did you hear me? It's very broad, leads to destruction. And many, many people will enter through it. Now notice it, it, it tells you, for example, that the correct path is narrow. It says the one that isn't is very broad. And it's very enticing because many, 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 not may, but will enter through it. So watch how you what you follow, who you follow. (laughs) This reminds me when I used to live in Germany, my father used to do something that was really kind of sick. Because it would snow real bad, and he would go on the Audubon and then slow up, of course, because it was snowing real bad. and he you you just learned to follow the person in front of you because they have a clearer path than you, okay? And he would go off the off, you know, the off of the uh, Audubon and back down onto the Audubon, and all this this row of traffic would be following him. And he would look at me and he said, "Watch who you follow." I think that was a lesson. Now, there is, however, you've been warned. There is a promise. There's a promise. And it says that He will not allow your feet to slip. If you're following Him in Psalms 121 3, He says, He will not allow your feet to slip, He will, he will keep you from the slumber. He will not allow your feet to slip. So, for he who keeps you does not slumber. Now, interesting. At first I said, (laughs) you will not slumber. That's not what the passage says. You know, that's how we misread things. It says, the person who keeps you, he doesn't sleep. So, therefore, you will not slip if you stay in his pathway. That's one promise. He will not let you slip. The other one comes out of Jeremiah 31, nine, And he says that he will not let you stumble, basically. It reads, I will, I will make them walk by streams of water. You have to understand the typology back then where Jesus was walking was desert. So water is something you can't survive without. Water in the desert is is just fabulous. Streams of waters in the desert of waters is miraculous, okay? And the rest of it says on a straight path that which they will not stumble. So Jeremiah promises that you won't stumble in the psalm. The psalmist's promise is that you won't slip. Okay, there is a promise, but the pathway is very narrow. So where does our pathway help come from? Remember, the pathway is very narrow. I think I said Matthew 5.13 is actually 7.13. That is the narrow pathway. And wide is the pathway to destruction, and many, many, many will enter toward it, enter into it. <laughs> so that again was Matthew seven thirteen. Okay. There is because he loves you, He gives you He gives you grace. He sends us help. He will send help to us, and also He will send us as help. To others. So, where does this help come from? Well, there are two primary sources the inside and the outside. So, let's look at the inside. There is an old saying that you can't travel outside of yourself, you can't improve outside your circumstance until you take, until you travel until you take the journey inside yourself. We must start with ourselves. Isn't that bad? There's a Bible verse about the the log in your eye when you're looking at a speck in somebody else's eye. So basically, he's telling us to start with ourselves. You know, it's impossible to give more than what you are. So if you don't love yourself, you're going to fail in loving somebody else. Because you can't give more than what you are. You have to add Jesus and multiply. To take the journey outside, you must take the journey. It was like, what do you, okay, yeah, isn't that profound? To take the journey, you must travel, you must journey, you must arm your mind because it is a battle, it is a battlefield. There are three ways of beefing up your internal fortitude. We're talking about the inside, your internal fortitude. The first one is read. Okay, this is internal. This is you, yourself, and you. Dive into the Bible. I mean, dive in. It It's basically a manual of how to live. The reason why it's called the Living B- Bible. Because it changes and adapts to your life situation. Have you noticed that? If you haven't noticed that, you haven't delved into the Bible enough. Because you you notice that it speaks to you. It will meet you at your heart's location. Books allow us. To take journeys without even leaving our current location. The books you read will determine your life direction. Do you believe that? I dare you to read a book entitled As a Man Thinketh. Now this book, Thinketh, you could tell it was written a long time ago. Translated As a Man Thinks, okay? Was written by James Allen back in 1903. And when you read it, you're going to witness how the concepts forward change the way you think. You can't, I mean, it's a little tiny book, but it's so powerful. If you begin to question the way you think, the key to mastering your life, according to um, James Allen, what is to harness the power of your thoughts? Wow. Because Your thoughts lead your life, right? In other words, think about what you're thinking about. My girlfriend, Dr. Joyce Myers, says that. Think about what you're thinking about. And James Allen said that way back in 1903. Your thoughts are the roots of your action. Your actions lead to patterns, okay? So your thoughts lead to actions. Your actions lead to patterns, which determine your character. Thoughts, action, determines your character, which leads to your destiny. Ralph Wardrobe Emerson said, Sow a thought, and you reap an action. Sow an act, you reap a habit. So I have it. You reap a character. So that character. You reap your destiny. So basically he just said it that way. When you renew. Your mind. That is the first act. That it takes. To change your circumstance. To change that travel. That you must take. You have to move. You know, it's a battlefield because we're naturally uh, negative. You have to take captive every thought. Doesn't the Bible talk about that? And keep your mind fixed on life-worthy things like God. Matter of fact, you can consult the Bible because it lists all those things that you should keep your mind on. Take every bad thought captive. Your life and faith will give you travel to a new level. So you need to read. The next thing to build the inside, your internal fortitude, is listening. And listen, listening is different than hearing. It's far different than hearing. Hearing is the unconscious act of receiving sound. Okay, it's just a me- mechanical um, method. Listening is the conscious act of processing meaningful words. Listening leads to learning. Listening without judgment. In other words, listen without. The answer to the question. That hasn't been fully asked to you. Okay. (laughs) The noise of your answer. Can sometimes close your mind. To the possibilities. So you need to read. You need to listen. This is all. um, Pumping up the internal fortitude. Of your mind. And last not least. You need to learn how to reflect. After you do these things, reflecting is to think deeply. Think about what you're thinking about and carefully about something. You want it to go straight to the heart. From your logical thoughts, your brain processing to your heart, you want your knowledge to go from your head to your heart. Reflecting means is thinking about what you've learned and and how it refer, refers relates to your life situation. So you need to read. Remember, we're it's a battlefield, and we're building our army, <laughs> our our mind. You need to listen, actually hear what people are saying to you, and you need to reflect. And this is the this is this is the inside of the apparatus. Okay. According to Matthew, remember that the correct path is narrow and often unpredictable. Because there's so many passages in the Bible that talk about we I'll I'll stop you from stumbling. I'll stop you from fumbling. I've I'll stop you from falling off the path. So it's an unpredictable path. You need help. You need a eye lie to come aside of you and help you move through your life. In part two of Pathway Allies, we will dive a little deeper. We will look at the outside sources. We just looked at inside sources that could facilitate you walking the narrow path. The operative word in that sentence is could, Because remember, Matthew warns the path of destruction is wide and many will go there. So until next time, God bless. My hope is that this journey has been fruitful and you're able to take it and apply it to your life. Until next time, tune in again for the Prisoners of Hope podcast. God bless.